Nerd World Cinema Club. All right, guys. Um, hello and welcome to the Third World Cinema Podcast. I am uh, John Tawasil from Present Confusion, and I am Jim JP Lorapa at Blogspot.com. Hello, I'm DJ Ramones. I write for ReverseDelay.net. And I'm Tristan Sinampan. Um, I write for Screen Anarchy and Rapper. Okay, so... <laughs> so, um, we'll be talking today about the Cinemalaya Film Festival 2018. We'll have 10 full-length films that, we're, that are gonna be shown. And um, we're gonna talk a little about, about them. You know, um, we've seen some of the trailers, we've read some of the synopsis, and we'll go through them one by one. So let's start with um, Mamang, uh, directed by Denise O'Hara. So, um, logline, uh, an old woman struggles against senility to be with her son. Already in the twilight of her life, Mamang struggles to fight senility and dementia so she can live with her only living son, Ferdy. But the more she struggles, the more her condition worsens until she is literally haunted by the ghosts of her past. She battles to drive them away from her house and in her mind starts reliving her past, her marriage, her childhood, and everything else in between. In the end, she is forced to make a decision between staying sane or letting her mind go. So, based on what you know, what do you think about Mama? I think this has been in production for a while now. Parang... I've, I've been hearing about this film since Cinemalaya 12. Oh, So, I don't know why it's not for one year. But it's, it's now. Um, what, do you, what do you think, guys? I guess it's um, like horror. To. Or, well, the question ko lang, it's like, if it's, uh, if it's, well, it's, it's medical, if you're like, you're struggling with senility and dementia, so it's a, yeah. how can you choose? Like, uh, and, yeah. uh, I guess. Or maybe it's, it's a lang, with the plot holes, synopsis holes. Yeah, synopsis. For sure, it's not it's not fair to judge it from the synopsis. Yeah. But yeah. um, the topic, because it reminds me of yung Lola Lolem. Yes. Yeah, last short film. Short film. Yeah. Ah, Che Tagyaman, right? So, it could be, you know, um, a woman dealing with her senility. So, maybe the battles, baka maging gawin nilang metaphorical to or something like that. For me, it would be interesting kung uh, unreliable narratory approach nila. Yeah. So, there could be some twist na hindi pala ito yung real story or but that's one interesting approach for me. Hindi ba kaya ubiquitous if ganun yung ano kung ganun. Yung kaya yeah, kasi dementia kasi no. Oh, kasi oh, for me pa na ako dari yung plot twist na ah it's all in her it's all in her head. Uh, uh, the person is not real. <laughs> but again, I'm not saying na this will be the story but I'm uh, we're trying to discuss it. Um we're trying to foresee how the story will go. Pero syempre, yung sasabi ko na, I have apprehensions right now. Yeah. I hope, I hope it's, um, I hope I've proven wrong na it doesn't move into that direction na ah, uh, there are stories na hindi pa totoo, nakikita niya. <laughs> yung uh, the genre here is stated as um, comedy and drama. So, drama. siguro baka i-downplay nila yung horror element nito. 
Kaya inisip ko baka Inisip ko baka super serious to na tipo Ah, ghost, no, gano'n Baka maybe more like Delia and Sam Kasi na Filipino Yeah, maybe something like that Or pwede ano siya A Christmas Carol Pwede For me it's interesting kasi it's Celeste Ligasco So Alam naman natin Celeste Ligasco is very Respected actress in theater and movies Even a respected singer So Kaya kasi more on Pag nakita ko yung name ng actor para oh, something ano that what may interest diba? and knowing that it's Dennis O'Hara diba magaling na writer so talagang alam mo yun na uh, intriguing and I think it would work for her advantage na Celeste Ligas kasi her presence pa lang there's a, there's a sense of majesty or nostalgia yes. she exudes kasi diba sa ang larawan like Kerry niya gawin yung wide-eyed moments na remembering that feel, oh yeah, oh. Meron kaya itong musical number. Pwede, no? Bigla siyang kumanta habang minumunto siya. Her moments of forgetfulness. Yeah. Saka napapansin ko, di ba, yung may mga movies na tayo na dealing with Uh, geriatric. Uh, That's true. Mm. Parang lately, yan, Delia and Sammy for yeah. one, first cositor, Lorna, Chidenga at Chapel. Yeah. So, to be fair, medyo kinu-cover na natin yung, yung yeah. dimension. Older demographics. Older. For senior citizens. Kasi marami namang senior citizens nanonood ng pelikula. Yes. Baka no, it would be nice rin. Diba, the, the genre list is it's comedy drama. Yeah. So baka it's nice to add some levity rin. To, yeah. Uh, the subject of dementia but it's not naman hindi siya overwrought na the preachy so yeah it, kung sobrang serious to I don't think I would ano eh kasi makigat eh heavy na siya pero actually based on the supporting actor si Alex Medina si Gio Gahol kilala ko lang siya as a comedian din sa yeah. web series so baka naanalok siya in baka bukas si Gio Gahol baka bukas So, supporting actors pala dito sa Elora, Espanya. So, pwede natin siyang invite for our next episode. Joke lang. Pero, hi. Hi, if you're listening to this podcast. Okay, next film is ML by Benedicto Mique Jr. Three teenagers get more than what they bargained for when they learn about the dark days of Marshall Law Street from an old retired soldier. Um, confronted by a frustrated history professor, Carlos sets out to prove that martial law wasn't all that bad and looks for someone who lived through that period to tell the tale. He meets Colonel, an old recluse living alone in a ramshackle house in Carlos' neighborhood. With his best friend Jay's and girlfriend Pat's, Carlos visits the old man to interview him about what truly happened during the Marcos regime, a visit that may put the lives of the three teenagers in danger. To truly learn about the horrors of martial law, do teenagers today have to pay the ultimate price? I don't want to be like bad guy, but I'm so... It's like, I don't know if it's I don't know, there's a problem with, with how you're describing it. Or I was jaded in general, pero kasi parang ah, the teacher thinks martial law is kinda good, so it's hard to teach him a lesson. Very ano she? Feel mo sa ending, may the more you know the story. Gitapgitapa siya yung na. Yeah. Hopefully, hindi ganong ka ano yung subtext para hindi ganong ka obvious. Pero I guess sa panahon natin yun, medyo kailangan natin ng ingarapan. So I won't I won't fault them. 
they went the pa-obvious route. Yeah, but it takes, ano rin, it takes guts to uh, to be that overt, like Citizen G, yeah. with its message. And I'm not sure if that's what the that's what the current climate needs. Uh-huh. See, if, if it is, then by all means, we need ano, re-education. <laughs> Pero, yun lang, sana hindi ganun ka... I'm just afraid that it will come to PSA uh, if yeah. na it, becomes, it becomes too... It wears its politics on its on its, on its sleeve. sleeve yeah. uh, to the point that the story is ano na, uh, overshadowed by the message. What do you guys think? ML. Eddie Garcia. Electrocuting peeps. <laughs> no, I remember Eddie Garcia sa isang role in Bakit May Kahapon Pa with Nora Omar. Uh, yung character niya kasi is somewhat yung binabasa natin yung synopsis. Reminded me of that film. Ah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And lately, mapapansin natin um, Andun na yung top ang, di ba, to, to discuss yung mga, like, yan, sa mga political films, sa uh-huh. uh, martial law. Although, sana hindi siya yung parang paulit-ulit na lang, di ba? Yeah. Yeah. Yung discussion na, uh, regarding um, suffering ng sa torture or, let's say, ano pa yung mga hidden uh, agenda before, during the martial law. Ako nga, after Citizen Jake, nagdududa na ako parang, is cinema really the avenue to tackle these political issues? Or at least specifically yung martial law era, its effects, its questionability, supposedly. Kasi parang, yun eh, parang you're just preaching to the same people. Preaching to, the same. preaching to the same. Pero, I, yeah, um, I agree. Parang, of course, yung mga artists natin, for the most part, um, talagang I guess na she, yung mga works nila they really tackle martial law kasi yun yung pinaka recent na mabigat na nangyari sa atin um, yeah tsaka politically parang yung, yung politically on the spectrum parang pare-pareho sila so I guess may, may parang sense na parang homogenized but I think it's still a very important you know uh, message to tell kasi um, napapansin ko lately uh, especially with Citizen Jake and uh, Love Diaz's latest um, Panahon ng Halimaw parang may, may parang frustration na sa kanila na parang we are trying to tell you these things parang why don't you listen to us so it, uh, it only means that parang we're sending or conveying message to the millennials yeah. or the generations or yeah or to contemporary society parang there's this frustration in contemporary like political cinema eh, na tipong they're trying to tell something and it's it's and it's with good intentions pero um parang may insecurity na sila kasi people keep making the same mistakes and so are, are they are they reaching the right people or what so i see your point i want things to be political kasi syempre the person is political so if you want if you think cinema is still a uh, if you think cinema is is your medium then by all means go yun lang i don't want the politics to be a shield at the point na you excuse um ano ba, in overall writing na para presa lang or you you make the politics an excuse 
to to do the same thing all, um, over and over again. Because, ane, nagiging you have to find ways to communicate it. Na, that, that would still work as a film. Because yeah. nangyari just because there's a there's a, there's there's the there's a shadow of politics mm. to the film that you're that you're making. People would give an excuse na ah kay kay tin kwento ay sakto lang. Sabihin ay eh political naman siya. So the purpose it's good. So for me, by all means make it political. But at the same time, don't forget na you're also making good art and yeah. and a good film. So ano Gantan ba yung... <laughs> yeah, like... Well, to be fair, we apprehensions tayo with this film, ML. Pero hindi pa naman natin napapalala. Yeah, so, yeah. We're hoping for the best. Yeah. So again, I hope for the best. We're not, judging. we're not judging right away. We're just saying... <laughs> we're totally optimistic. Please. Please don't. Ano nga. Kasi we don't believe na it's fair to judge a film based yeah. on its trailer alone. Or, um, yeah, we're excited. Synopsis. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a case that can be made about good art that is also political. Last year, Respeto, yeah. one of the best films of, of last year, was a good film, had a very political message. So it can go both ways. Alright, so next, um, Distance by Percy Intalan. Um, so when a woman returns to the family she abandoned five years ago, everyone struggles to stay civil, not to reopen old wounds, and stay together even though a secret from the past threatens to always keep them apart. Um, Lisa is still drowning in grief from losing the lover for life when she receives a visit from the most unlikely person, her husband who she left five years ago. With no questions asked and no conditions, Anton invites her back to his and her their two children's lives. So, so yeah. in love of her life, I hindi yung husband, you know? Am I am I thinking that correctly? Yes. I'm going to assume that she left her husband for the love of her life, love of her life died, husband comes back. Okay. What's the indicated genre for this film? Hmm? What's the indicated genre? Uh, genre is what is the drama? Yeah, family drama. Pero when yung yung kapag binasa mo yung logline ng synopsis, somewhat parang different. Yeah, it it, it feels different. different. And at least yung ano hindi siya yung ah yung ex-husband masamang tao. <laughs> yeah. So feeling ko rin na may ano may day it adds an interesting dynamic. Na, the source of the, the source of health is someone na even end yung parang ano kumbaga hindi kayo hindi kayo ganun ka okay kasi syempre if your marriage dissolved syempre it means you went through something yeah so is this a way is this, is this, a, is this a means for reconciliation so it could be interesting Interesting yung synopsis kasi yung, yung keywords for me is with no questions asked. Yeah. She was invited back. So, selflessness. Simula pala. Yeah, yes, selflessness. And parang wala agad conflict. So, I guess yung mystery dyan is why uh, did she, why was she welcomed back? Good intentions ba talaga? Yeah. She's being welcomed back. Or what if si ano, easy pala yung bad guy. Parang yung easy yung bad guy um, has Isa Calzado starred in other than I guess Bliss? Nakapag indie na masya before? Yes, uh, may horror siya eh. Yung tulay ng San Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Quote unquote indie. Hindi. <laughs> 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 siya ba yun? 
I'm not sure kung siya yun eh. Sandino Martin yun eh. And Joem Gaspon. Ikamali yata ako. Uh, Tulay na San Sebastian yun yung... Sandino Martin yun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yung parang pinapad... Parang... Parang they're living... Ano? Parang fantasy worlds. Parang ganun. Yung ano no? Ang parang equivalent nito yung... Actors going quote unquote indie ay... Like sa West... The actors, big actors going TV. Or yeah. streaming. Yeah, yun yung uh, or yung mga yeah. <laughs> Interesting kasi it's isa kalsado, diba? Alam naman natin again. Yeah, she's a, she's a pretty good actress. Um, and actually, I'm excited to see this. Uh, actually, plus, no ni Gwen Camino, Terry Malvar. And then director mismo, Presinta. Presinta Lan. Presinta Lan, very good director. Sila ni Jun Lana, they're good. Idea first company. Yeah. yeah. Idea first talaga yung film sila. They've made some really interesting movies, yeah. both mainstream and the yeah. Um, okay, anything else? You, let's go to the next one. Okay, Kuya West by James Robin Mayo. So a timid and earnest remittance clerk falls in love with this regular customer. So uh, Kuya West feels like he does not exist except when he's working at a remittance center. He's mostly ignored by his younger brother Raf and his family. His days are only brightened when his customer Erica comes in every month. One day his life changes as Erica's overseas husband leaves her. Wes decides to help her from his own pocket. His relationship with Erica and his friction with Raph starts to change him. Gusto ko lang i-note dito na yung associate producer ng film ay si Ayana Bernardes. Who was I lead in uh, Gusto Kita With All My Hypothalamus. Napakong ko paan niya kanina. Like, palabas mo na theater, tapos parang minapakong. Alam mo yung parang napakong yung back of the foot? Tapos parang pagano ko. Eh, sorry. Saling pula. What if it? What if it wasn't real? Siya na Bernardes na nung pinapanood yung pelikula niya sabi ko. Parang ako kaya sa Angel Aquino. Yung palalak talaga niya. Same katabi ko kanina. Sabi ng katabi ko kanina. Kasi so I saw the film a while ago. Sabi ng katabi ko. Parang kamo kaya sa Angel Aquino, no? So anyway, back to the film. So what do you think? Ako personally, I have. I'm looking forward to this one. Magandang trailer. Looks like a fun comedy. Mi parang ewo ko kung bakit mi parang endo vibes ako dito. I'm not sure why, but you know, may vibes lang vibes. Ang vibes lang. Pero what do you think? For me, parang earnest niya. Like it's it's such a earnest slice of life film. Now we saw naman in James Bond's last last film, The Chanters, iba. So yung ano na no frills, life. There's a there's a brightness that it exudes. So I kind of like that. Parang mayroon siyang ano Filipino positivity. Yung ano nice score. Yung mga padding tone. Nice score. I hope it's the feel good film of the parang last year's Kiko Boxingero. Yeah. Sa kanalamdam mo naman yung trailer na it's a slide and feel good na mikurot. Oh yeah. Yeah, mikurot yah. Medyo may hugot. Nakakatawa pa rin yun. And it's something fresh from Ogie Alcacid kasi before napapanood ko siya yung Octo Arts films. Octo Arts films? Kasama niya si Michael B. Iba yung atake. Parang napapanood ko yung trailer. Parang subtle siya dito. Unlike ko na parang loud yung mga characters. 
ending so hard again writer so earnest, yeah earnest fun hopefully funny but grounded yeah so hindi naman siya like ano lofty lang na idealistic it's grounded pero yun nga and um, with the chanters, diba, uh, James Mayo, he he made the films kind of light, medyo ano, pero it, by the end, makikita mo yung bigat niya, yeah. yung seriousness niya at end. So, hindi lang siya sabaw na pelikula. Hopefully, he does the same with this one. Alright, uh, next up, we have uh, School Service by Louis Ignacio. A young girl is taken against her will from the province by small time syndicate and becomes a beggar in Manila. So Maya, an 80 year old student from a remote province, is walking home from school when the school service stops to her to ask for directions. Stops to her. In return for Maya's help, the woman in the school service offers to take her home and Maya agrees. To Maya's horror, the service doesn't stop at her place. Maya finds herself hours and hours away from home. She becomes the latest victim of the school service. Pwede pala akong pahabal din sa Kuya West. Ah, sige, Kuya West, go. Hindi-isip lang ako kasi another interesting and fresh aspect of this synopsis is marami na tayong OFW films. Pero si Kuya West, tungkol siya dun sa person who's in between OFWs and families. Yeah, a middleman film. Parang kubrador ka. Kubrador ng pera. Fresh look into that connection between OFWs and the people. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. We have lots of OFW films. The middlemen, the ones who... Kumbaga sila yung nagsusustain people abroad. I'm sure it's going to happen. We never saw a film like that. Yeah. Okay. And I hope platonic. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not imposing that I should do the film, but I feel like it's okay if it's not straight romance. Ah, okay. It's okay to support the system film. Interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, it surprises us. Let's see. So, what do you think about school service from the director of Asintado, Laut, and uh, Area? So, film about the poor doing doing stuff in poverty. What do you think, guys? Bakit pag bata yung bida, maya pangalan? Oo nga! Innocent. Ito yung equivalent na Shirley natin. Oo, ganun eh. Becky. Ano lang, siguro, go. Sana lang hindi siya a series of unfortunate events. Ganun minsan yung films, if you deal with poverty, it's like, ah, this thing, this bad thing's happen. Ayan, another bad thing happens after. Then another bad thing happens. Another bad thing happens. Kasi, in poverty siya. Though, alam ko, in real life, there are cases na ganun. Pero, yun nga eh, again, for a film, minsan naging cop-out na lang siya na susunod-sunod. How can we naging, ang parang feeling ko ah, when you're writing it, it's like, what, how, how can things get even more Dreerier, parang dreerier. Dreerier. Yung vibes ko dito parang malakas na binglaw eh. Found story. Wow, shit, ang hirap. Ang hirap natin. Kailangan natin kumayod. 
Saka na-observe ko rin nga sa mga movies ni Louie Ignacio, di ba? Yeah. Tackle, tackles. Ay, mga movies nga nag-tackle ng mga... Poverty. Poverty. Okay, different situation ng poverty. Yun yung na-observe ko sa mga. Like in Lahut. Hopefully, this is better than, ano, asintado. May thoughts ka ba doon? Secret na lang. Hi po, Direk Louie, hi. So, anything else? Okay, next. We have Panda Salawal by Cherry Spiritu, a wandering girl who violently hurts the sick. Paano kaya yun? Sinusuntok niya para gumaling. To heal them brings miracles to an ill-stricken neighborhood. So, Agui, a 10-year-old Palaboy, arrives in an ill-stricken neighborhood beside the Manila Railroad where she meets a lonely panadero suffering from chronic kidney stones and wants nothing but to die. A barber with severe pasma, a cariñosa folk dancer paralyzed by stroke, and a macho meat vendor with tumor in his breast. With her gift of healing, the, the, the whole neighborhood begins to experience life again. While Agui is able to heal, heal the sick neighbors, for some reason, she cannot heal Sal. Oh. To heal him, she must inflict the most agonizing pain. What is the most agonizing pain? We don't know. Despacito 2. What we... I don't know. So they break up, but <laughs> By the way, guys, pwede talaga magka-tumor sa breast ng lalaki. It's totally a thing. So, check your, check your breast, yo. Check your breasts. You know, for tumors. So, sort of most obvious dito, it's where we're seeing Kuya Boji against Ty. Cast against Ty. It's magical realist, Batibot, man. Come on. I agree, magical realist. Magical realist, Batibot. From loving kids to wishing to die. Yeah. Okay. What else, guys? What else? There's Ana Luna in the cast, so... Oh, I'm looking forward to that, Ana Luna. Great actress. Last year's Cinemalaya film was, what, requited? Wasn't too keen on that, but she was great. She was great. She's great in a lot of films. Maybe not requited, but in a lot of films. From Lakbay to Love. Oops. Yeah, looking forward to Kuya Boji and getting a picture. Hi, Kuya Boji. Please take yeah. a picture with me. <laughs> it would be interesting though, because I think the film could bang on him. Yeah. Kasi seeing, unang, it's it's this a case na the person permit yung ano yung impersonality yung permits yung sa film. Kasi if we're gonna do a magical realist film about ano that that, uh, that contemplates on life, on death, on relationships. It, why don't you get parang version natin ng Mr. Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> diba? That would be interesting. Uh, Cinemalaya 2020, let's go. Come on. <laughs> Kuya Boji is Manong, Manong Roger. Yeah. I believe it's parang perfect ano, actor si Boji Pasquale. Yeah. I'm gonna make a, a fearless prediction about this one. The most agonizing pain is to live. So she's gonna let him live instead of letting him die. That's the twist. I'm calling it right now. Five pesos. Pero sana huwag naman tong like, ah, I found a reason to live in you. I mean, medyo... Well, if they can pull it off, I wouldn't mind. I hope they pull it well, off well. Kailan ko tuloy ang tulog very jaded ako ng tao na like, 
God, You're dead inside. Not, no, not this again. Pero <laughs> again, I'm just saying, naman na. There's some tropes na feeling ko kasi worn and torn na talaga siya. So I'm just hoping na people bring fresh some fre- um, some fresh blood into it, diba? Kasi again, how many times have you seen na? Uh, I wanna die, but now I found a reason in you. Yeah. Hopefully, it kind of subverts that. Um, or if they pull it off, they pull it off in a very nice fashion. Yeah. But you know, uh, looking forward to this one. One of the um, so next we have Kung paano hinihintay ang dapit hapon by Carlo and Siso Katu. Um, unmarried couple Teresa and Celso try to survive their mundane or elderly life. On the night of their anniversary, they receive a phone call from Benedicto, Teresa's estranged husband, who is quite ill and needs someone to look after him. Going out of her way to take care of Benedicto, they encourage him to seek treatment and live the remaining days of his life. However, their son, Chito, can't forgive. On the twilight of their days, how how do they wait for the sun to set? Have the title. Let's call it Kipihad. Yeah. Kipihad. Dante Rivero, looking forward to that one. Great actor. Um, Perla Bautista would be probably the wife. Yeah. And uh, what's this? Benji probably is the estranged husband. So para siyang ano, um, again another film about the elderly, yeah, parang yeah. Delia and Sammy-ish. Imagine siya, compact, feeling ko parang pwede sila pang double feature ng Pandasalawal. Pwede <laughs> no? Finding a reason to live. Finding a reason to live. Or yung ano, it's like juxtaposing ruminations of life. With ruminations so, of death. Oh sorry, yeah, it's it's, it's juxtaposing yung ruminations of um, on life sa backdrop of death. Kasi diba, kawari, panisalawal, a guy yeah. wants to die, ito naman, terminally ill. So, yeah, people waiting to die. Something like uh, Hiblang Abo, have you watched that? Uh, another cinema-like film. Uh, yeah, Louisville, a bunch of old people in a retirement home waiting to die also. And then appreciating, appreciating life. <laughs> yeah, life uh, is good, guys. Although, may, correct, may connection din siya dun sa distance by person. So, yeah. family. Yeah, it's about family. Unmarried couple sila. And the estranged husband calls back. Yeah. The other way around. Okay, pinagdaanan ng jury nito. Puro family. Family and... Oh, interesting comment. Baka may theme sila for this year. And finding love again. Kasi diba hindi naman geriatric for elderly people. Ito, about elderly people. About elderly people. Marriage. So, yun ang theme natin for Cinema Laya. Marriage. Death, marital issue. And finding a reason to live <laughs> or finding happiness life and death and in the backdrop yeah looking this. forward to this one um carlo cato's previous film was uh ali my life king which was part of uh, mmff's last i think it was their last new wave it was a great film um it's about you know memories language also death the death of language death of culture I'm very interested to see what they're gonna do with this one. It's a very different sounding film from the synopsis. So, okay, uh, next one. Musmos na sumibol sa gupat ng digma by E.R. Arondain. 
uh, amid the conflict between their families in the chaos in Mindanao, two young Muslims cross paths and find love, happiness, and friendship when they spend seven days in the middle of a forest. So, uh, very uh, women of the world. Oh, women of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, this one is the most interesting for me for, of the batch. Because si E.R. Arundayang, he made yung sagabing na naimig ka mga kuliklik last year. Yes. Was that his uh, debut feature? That was his debut feature. And um, kuliklik was a very, very... Um, it was rough, roughly constructed, but... The visuals of that film were really nice, but I'm not sure if I'm not sure kung siya yung cinematographer. Um, cinematographer for this one is Mark Cosico. Not sure. Parang yung previous eh. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend and say na siya. So I'm gonna be interested because I haven't seen it. So yeah. So I'm because I think it was very sensitive portrayal given the topic that I discussed. I'm Love Diaz, pero Nick Joaquin tones very gothic. Yes. Understandable yung mga baby steps for first time filmmaking. Have you seen ano, Jim? Have you seen that film? Very interesting use of the frame. Since it's a it's, it's a it's a boxy frame. Eh. So talagang they squeeze. Very static then yung camera. Yeah, in the static camera they squeezed everything into those the, the frames are gorgeous. Yun yung pinakamagandang camera work na nakita ko last year. So, and yung topic nun was about yung, yung Catholic issues. Yeah. Or at least, naman issues but uh, difficulties arising out of faith. Tapos ito naman, about Muslims naman. Muslims so, naman. Yeah. I expect na it will be handled very delicately and perhaps educational for us. Yeah, I hope so. So next time about Scientology. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> to end the trilogy. trilogy. I don't know. <laughs> trilogy. I hope um, uh, Arundaying uh, learns learn from his from his first film. I hope he he you know steps up yeah. for this one. Yeah. I really enjoyed his first film, and I hope I enjoyed his second one. So um, next, um, the lookout by Afi Africa. Lester Kiambao is a gay hired killer whose abusive relationships in childhood propels him to a life of crime and depravity and compels him to betray Travis Concepcion, the man he loves, in order to exact his revenge. Wow, what, what a synopsis. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, guys? This could, <laughs> so this could be absolutely crazy, or this could be, you know, that film of the festival. Who knows? I hope it's good, of course. Lester Kiambao is an actor. Oh, Lester Kiambao is an actor. Res Cortez? Oh, Res Cortez? Well, he's in the cast, but... I don't, I don't think he's the, no. I don't think he's the gay hire hire killer. Pero, ewan ko lang, feeling ko sa'yo from the synopsis, di ba? You put gay, then he goes into a world of depravity. <laughs> parang, parang I hope it doesn't cast a negative light oh. on, you know. And it's like, medyo antiquated na yung ganong, uh, yung ano, yung ganong combination. Uh, if the per, if the character is gay, kailangan ko pakita yung, uh, yung kanyang, yung, yung, yung ano, yung extreme. extreme yeah. Extreme de depravity. And calling it depravity, it's, ewan ko, for me, medyo... Pero he's a killer. 
he's a yeah he's yeah. a gay hire killer. Emphasis on gay hire killer. Yes. Bago ba yun? Hmm. Kasi di ba ng mga LGBTQ films right now? Kumbaga, nag-ano uh, tayo ng equality, yeah. gender equality. So, even in films, pakikita natin that ang mga LGBTQ are dinitipig. Hindi na sila na-stereotype, di ba? Kasi, usually, di ba, when, when we see characters na gay, na-apis, or sabihin natin na uh, positive yung uh, depiction well if you put it in Saro, if you put it sa Filipino context kasi siguro pero siguro kasi ano na rin I've been exposed so I'm 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 thinking on a based on the western media mm-hmm. na ed guy na sina Sons of the Lambs yeah. na laging uh, a killer pag depraved siya may ano rin siya my homosexual tendencies, diba? Or not, 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 not tendencies lang, like talagang, uh, ano siya, in depravity stemming from sexual frustration sa, pag, sa pagiging ano niya, either closeted or, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, double-edged sword na it could be, uh, it could work, na showing, it's ano, showing, it's, it's changing the dynamics yeah. on, a, on a local context. Pero yun lang. For, for a synopsis to bank on the on the person being gay and depraved. Ewan ko lang. May, may, ano lang may, ta- may takot lang ako. I'm not, I'm not again, I, again, just to make it clear, I don't wanna be the guy who judges everything. Beforehand. Pero, uh, pero I'm just saying na there are some risky, risky moves or based on this synopsis, I mean in general, all of this that I mentioned earlier, there's some risk. The best approach for this siguro would be if they emphasize the gender identity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's central yung pagka tanggalin nila sa synopsis. Oh, ba kasi may unfortunate implication na na dahil dahil gay yeah. yung dahil dun sa gender identity niya ganito na siya. Although yeah. something unique din na parang gay hide killer. Parang I never saw a gay hide killer. Yeah, I guess that's an interesting ano dito din. Pero wala lang, 'di ba? If, so what's the implication noon if hide killer siya in PS gay? Naaalala ko pa rin yung pamilya ordinaryo si Bertha is Negative din yung portrayal. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen Wayne Chick before. Wayne Chick was, well, medyo positive yung ano kay Wayne Chick. Okay. Parang, parang hoodlum with the heart of gold. Parang ganun yung gets ko sa kanya. We'll see. We'll see. Again, we're not judging. Again, we're not judging. We're not judging. No judging. So baka... First episode pa lang ang dami ng... Could be the best film of 20. First episode, first and last episode. Hi guys. Hi guys, we'll be ending our podcast right now. Ilalabas lang namin ang aming preconceptions. Yeah. And again, I wanna be... I wanna be surprised. I wanna be proven wrong. I don't wanna... Siguro lang sanay ako na I put expectations close to the ground. And then, yeah, at least higher ang... It's a... That point, you can only go. You can only go higher. But yeah, interesting premise. Could it's a very you know, it's a very shake. You um, it's a very delicate concept. It needs to be done well. I'm also curious if 
yung approach niya or yung style niya would be like noir the kasi yeah. gay high the poster looks very noirish kasi madilim but you know um let's see um anything else guys so i think this is the um we're up to the last one the last one is Liwai by Kip Webanda. So the Kip lives with his parents, Day and Rick, inside Camp Delgado, a makeshift prison inside the military camp for both rebels and criminals. Given their circumstances, Day does her best to shelter her the child from the harsh realities of their life. She uses storytelling about an enchantress named Liwai as well as songs and imagination to help ensure that her boy is free from trauma. At the tail end of, of martial law, Dai's own past catches up onto her, and the lives of the detainees become increasingly difficult. She's confronted with the cruel possibility that the best interest of her child means never, never seeing her again. This is based on a true story. So as far as I remember, this is a parang may, may pagka semi autobiographical slanto. Uh, this is from Kip's own... Grandmother, right? Grandmother, right? Yeah. Either her his grandmother or her, his mother, maybe. Um, his own experiences. Very rich source material. The source material itself can be strong already. Because based on the concept, palang, yeah. ano, eh, fully realized. Na mo na, eh. I think yung ensayo niya dito was his previous film, Nai, which is, of course, about a mother. But uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it was, you know, um, execution wise, not. Not yeah. as good as we thought. It was ambitious to say it, uh, it was trying to be allegorical. Yeah. To deliver a political message or social reality stuff. That's true. As opposed to yung previous film niya before that. Bar Boys. Not very personal. Relatively it, casual. It feels personal. Uh, I think Kip is a lawyer. Is he a lawyer? I'm not sure, pero ako si Deb Sokre no. I, I had one year of Deb Sok and I think yung mga friends niya, yeah. he based it on his friends kasi some, uh, some of those characters I ordered mates ko rin. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, so per, if it's personal, I think it is kasi yung binis talaga sa labi. Pero if this is semi, semi-autobiographical, it would be interesting. Saka yun niya, uh, hindi niya niya kailangan ng supernatural premise or yeah. hopefully mas, mas may execute siya. Yeah, so ano uh, to? Um, Rich source material. Magkakataruna lang sa how you execute it. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Glyza de Castro. Paano ako ni Glyza especially since Sleepless? Tapos nasami niya dito si Dominic Rojo. Oh, interesting. Oh, so it's like a reunion. It's a darker. I will I will assume this is part of the Sleepless cinematic universe. Loose trilogy. Before before they met, their parents were like in the mountains. Nasaan ko lang sa akin? Sleepless Zero. John reading the synopsis. Sabi ko nga, di ba? Somewhat reminds me of Life is Beautiful. Yeah, very Life is Beautiful. It can be, you know, I would like to see how they melt. Kasi he's, nagkakwento siya, di ba? About Lee Wai. It would be interesting how they do the actual storytelling of Lee Wai. Like in Toos, when they went with animation. Yes. And strong yung cast niya, Solomon Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. Suprado. I am looking forward to this one. This could, parang malaking potential. My spider sense is tingling in this one. Although, again, I don't want to judge. Based on concept, palang maybe this might be my most 
Eh, this might, this might be my second most anticipated based on the concept. Pero yung nga lang, I hope the execution pulls it off. Yeah. So again, syempre, interesting kasi Glyza de Castro. Yeah, Glyza de Castro. Love na na si Glyza de Castro. Her, her performance in Still Life. Oxa lang siya. Sorry. 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 May nabasa din ako na I think she's singing in this movie. I'm not sure if it's true. Pero magaling siya kumanta. Siya, magaling siya kumanta. With a distinct voice. Have you listened to her original songs? Some of them, yeah. I've seen her live. Oh, really? Pero, okay <laughs> Our next guest will be uh, <laughs> Glyza de Castro. Not my genre. Parang tuloy, sobrang hindi ko ako yung panagagay dito. <laughs> First episode. Yeah. I'm more optimistic than I sound. To be clear. <laughs> so, hi Glyza de Castro. Hi. If you wanna join us, our podcast, episode episode 2, if we're not like harassed to oblivion after this one. Yeah. Come join us. Again, we're more optimistic than in sound. We're yeah. We're really trying to... Uh, we, we're all to, dead inside. That's yeah. Let's <laughs> dig a bit and discuss. Okay. Um, so, anything else about DY? That's anything else? Okay. So, that ends our, you know, our Cinemalaya, like, um, overview. And uh, we'll be having another episode, hopefully, uh, at the festival itself. We'll be going around harassing people, <laughs> asking them what they thought of the movies, like something like that. And um, yeah, um, so next up, we'll be talking about a film that all of us, well, one of us saw recently and all of us have seen. It's uh, Irene Villamore's Meet Me in St. Gallen. So, uh, uh, would you tell, Jim, would you tell us what you thought about uh, Meet Me in St. Gallen by Irene Villamore? Mm, it's kind of different uh -huh. in a Filipino romance film. Yes, okay. And then, ang nanotice ko doon is yung character ni Bella Padilla. Yes, a very, uh, yeah. Uh, grabbing transition eh. from the palaban, the mm -hmm. palaban ng character niya na samat may pagka-immaturity pa. And then, habang, uh, di ba yung tawag dito, uh, the next year na nakikita sila ni Carlo Aquino, uh -huh. nakikita mo na mas kumakalma yung yeah, so so para may story arc siya, di ba? May may arc yung character niya. Nalalala ko dito, ito yung ano, if you know the book na A Visit from the Goon Squad, Jeffrey Egan, it's like, um, each chapter, you show a slice of life of the of the of the characters at different stages of their lives. Uh -huh. So you see the progression. So like in this case, the but segmented. Are we part of these spoilers? Are, are we these spoilers or are we? Uh, I guess. Um, yes, make clear. Let's. I guess let's go for spoilers. Uh, spoiler warning, guys. <laughs> Hopefully, you've seen Meet Me in Saint Gallen before, but it's a nice film. Please go watch it if you haven't. If you haven't seen it, well, thank you for listening. 
come back to the podcast if you've already watched it. So let's go on. So like how it's in three acts, mm-hmm. and you, you, the first act you will capture yung, yung, yung the youth, yung dazed, yes. yung dazed um, quality of being young. You don't really know what you're doing yet. You're frustrated. You're frustrated. Na, okay, this is what I like to do, but it's an lucrative career. And then you see them actually finding themselves, finding themselves, but not with, with each other. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, um, there's, ano, there's individual progression. And the uh, relationship nila takes a backseat. Na, they cannot fulfill yung being together because, again, they prioritize themselves. I think that's, uh, that's something nice. Na, Normally, kasi, when you see romance films, it's like, my life is dependent on you, or that yeah. you will change my life. So, dito, it's like, yes, they change each other's lives, pero they're not um, tethered to each other. And at times, yun lang talaga, because they're pursuing different things, they, they don't yeah so um DJ uh, for me related to that actually the first impression of the movie was uh, I was thinking about I was reminded of Richard Linklater's record trilogy and for me uh kasi naging basis ko for comparison uh, the problem the issue for me was it was trying to do the entire before trilogy in one movie ah yeah which is an well unfair siya kasi syempre isang movie na naman talaga siya pero uh, uh, not necessarily a fault of the movie pero parang for me it doesn't work in one movie yung entire three part act part art pala um, when I saw the trailer for this film parang ay pangit ang trailer gano. pero never judge a film by its trailer I was very pleasantly surprised by it um, I think yung pinaka anchor niya is the first act kasi it's all about the meet cute in the first act parang it's a very extended meet cute it's like the best meet cute ever Actually, yeah. I really enjoyed that so sila yeah, they have. That's what that's what make it that's what make it make it work, right? Yeah, Caroline Aquino and Bella Padilla, fantastic chemistry, the two of them. And then it when it evolves into something else, I was hooked. Although, yun nga, um, uh, it's parang parang ano lang siya, parang outline yung feeling niya minsan compared as to a more para thorough uh, exploration of these characters. Although makikita mo na talagang um, talagang ano bad timing talaga yung dalawang yun. <laughs> Hindi talaga sila nagaanuhan, na nakaka-timing. Yeah, very uh, frustrating your ending. Well, which is I think by design naman. Yeah, uh, it's by design. It frustrates you, pero parang if given more breathing space siguro mas magana siya. Yeah, speaking of that, um there's a trend now with yeah, um Irene Villemar's uh, recent films, Sid and Aya and this one, Hit yeah. Me, and uh, Antoinette Handaones Never Not Love You of parang films that are not exactly romances parang they're going beyond or or they're they're like post romance films they're trying to go beyond the the normal tropes that we encounter in 
mainstream romantic films. Yeah, I was telling the guys kanina, na it's like if the world is moving, has gone full circle, going back to the traditional rom-com with films like Set It Up, Kissing Booth, naman, it's like now we've discovered the uh, anti-rom-coms or the post-romance films that try to not go for killings but relatability. Uh, yeah, I know the situation because I went through it. Ganun. Kasi these are now real-world real situations na they're not so lofty, not so ideal na oh nga, we match but we're at different stages of, um, in our lives. So diba, that's what we see with singalin na hindi lang sila magtungma-tungma. They're very compatible. Yung nga lang, their situations won't allow it. Like in Sidenaya yeah. rin. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's more, in Sidenaya is more of their financial situations. Yeah. And never not love you. Yeah, especially never not love you. The best Jadine film, huh? <laughs> yung boom, ano, yung uh, boom or the big picture of a relationship yung tinatakang nila. Yes. Yeah, yung initial stage lang. Yeah. Trying to encompass the rise and downfall. Yeah, we've gone beyond the meat cute. Yeah. Mm. The meat cute, it's like only the, in the first act and then it's really the reality after that. Nalaalala ko yung ano, yung Blue Valentine. Mm, yung Blue yeah. Valentine, what, what made it really stand out for, um, when it first showed. I it ane it subverts the idea na ah oh, love conquers all na kahit we're from different worlds pag naging kami kaya nba so may pag-ibig between us kasi pinakita na ng ng film yon ay what happens after na could in the long run could love conquer all nga ba talaga na this people are so different are so different but you see yourself in a way they're both selfless naman and uh, trying to understand each other's situations yung alam they're too they're too they're too incompatible. Yeah. So I think right now, yun. In, in parang before midnight. Parang <laughs> before. Yung, yung Sobrang perfect naman ang moment na ito. Yeah. Yes. And then after that, hindi na siya yung typical na boy meets girl, di ba? Yeah. Itong meet-meet-meet-meet-meet-meet. Uh, meet, 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 and pinabanggit mo nga yung before trilogy, uh, when I was watching meet-meet-meet-meet-meet-meet, it reminded me din ng same time next year as well as um, when Harry met Sarah. Although, the series, uh, the series. And I'm glad na yung mga uh, films na ganito, yung mga um going what do you call this yung mga nagsasubvert ng tropes yung hindi yung, yung mainstream that we're used to sila they're tinatangkilik sila ng audiences hmm, yeah so talaga malaking kita nila that's what i was saying diba na hindi lang pure killing but relatability yeah so may na-address na need yeah <laughs> though para in a way at times i'm adamant kasi ano ba we're going to into hugot culture <laughs> That's so, that's so ubiquitous na ah, puro hugot na lang. Pero, yeah. started pero, in a lot of people called Tadhana. Pero ano ba yung hugot culture? Parang kung maybe i-define natin. Kasi parang for me, ang hugot culture kasi is as much about the pain as the humor, the comedy part. Parang it's pain for entertainment purposes. Yeah. For me naman, yun ano, I think the way I see it, it's like you design moments within the film na pwede screen cap and you post sa Facebook. I can so relate to this hugot. So I, 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 yeah, I hope we're not I hope na now that we're going to films that showcase real life relations, sana hindi naman lahat, sana it's still 
ano siya, cumulative. Yeah. Yung, yung, yung pagka-build sa kanya. Hindi lang yung let's create moments na pwedeng i-share. Tapos, yun na yun. And, um, speaking of Hugot, parang there are films that are beginning to parang deconstruct the idea of Hugot. Like, uh, recently, The Right Moment came out. Um, <laughs> not the best uh, execution, I, I know, but I, I enjoy the film. Um, tapos it's it tries to show us na yung hugot um, they're trying to uh, deconstruct the idea of hugot in the, in a way that hugot stories they're told parang um parang they're told na medyo one-sided yung perspective niya na they can be one-sided na they don't take the feeling of the other person into account parang masakit para sa akin pero paano yung isa parang ganun pero i hope i hope they have more films like that try the thing na na observe ko ay uh, viva films uh, taking risk oh, yes definitely yes creatively all sorts of genres not all of them work but but damn, parang ang, ang ganda ng diversity ng kanilang ideas. Um, we have like a home invasion trailer, we have... Ano yun yung ano? Crinophere. Crinophere. <laughs> we have yung upcoming Miss Granny, we have uh, um, these love stories, uh, Never Not Love You, Meet Me and St. Galen, Sid and Aya. Labas na like mga ano, Julian Trono. Di ba sila rin yun this year, di ba? I think sila yung uh, squad goals to, di ba? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Squad goals, which is like, look at our young actors, see them dance. That's the kind of film that it is. Pero it's still, it's, ano. Nagkakaroon ng genre ngayon, nagkakaroon ng sub-genre ngayon na young films directed by old guys. Oh, Walwal? Walwal, in particular. I'm a bit out of touch, pero ako naman. Walwal yung, well actually hindi ko pa napanood. Pero based on the trailer, parang yung design nga siya to appease a certain kind of modern, contemporary culture. It's ano, si Jim nakausap ko before, he told me na parang since Jose Javier Reyes, the director of All Wall, he also directed a film around 1995, Pareko. So it's parang a modern rendition of Pareko. And parang kasi ngayon, nung pinanood ko yung Wal Wal, yung tingin ko sa kanya, hindi siya per se youth film. It's more of a drama film involving young people. Involving young characters. Yeah, they just happen to be young guys. Pero kung may back dun sa ano, yung about Hugot movies na hindi sana made for to be screen captured. To be fair, St. Galen was not that. Kaya nga, I'm just saying, to be clear, I'm not saying gano'n ang St. Galen. Actually, maganda siya. Very accomplished siya technically. Very cinematic nga siya eh. Naalala ko yung sobrang ganda nung scene dun sa second act yung when they were going home. Yes! Yung long take na yun na walang dialogue. Gusto mo nang panoorin talaga. Hindi naman gusto mo magpapunta doon. Gusto mo panoorin. Ang galing ng filmmaking at Glee. Nag-struggle sa blocking sa isang part. Ang dilim na. Pero okay lang. Sport of it. Ano, hindi pa ako nadidisappoint sa films ni Erin Villamora. 
Galing talaga siya. Oh, another observation, babae ang director. Yes, female-led romantic films. Kapag na, may nagtanong sa akin yan eh, parang, so sino mas magaling? Si Adaune, si Villemore, o si uh, Andrea Bernard? See, all of them are women. You go representation. President Villegas rin naman, and to be fair naman, um, we can see the same kind of treatment kay Dan Villegas rin. So, it's ano naman, it's an ubiquitous, old, old, old kasi sabi ubiquitous, pero it's, it's like, we're seeing it not just, pero again, it's nice na the women are taking taking the lead. Yeah. Pero it's not ano, hindi siya isolated case. Now, we also see it in, uh, in male oh, oh, to some degree, Jason Paul. Yes. <laughs> so, um, okay. What else, guys? Singkal. Yeah. To be clear, yun pala na when I said kanina screen cap culture, I'm not talking about Singkal. Because for me, it's one of the films that really uh, is um, that. that elevated. Uh, it's yes. not that elevated the the whole who got. The whole so, thing. Factor. Hindi yeah. siya part dun sa screen cap. Screen. Um, screen capable lang <laughs> lamang. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anything else? So, oh, are so, you watching any films this week? So, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I'm gonna watch a film by the latest Josh Leah. I love you, hater. I still haven't seen it. Um, the trailer was not very reassuring, but I'm a fan of the Love Team. I love Josh Leah. They're like my favorite Love Team. I hope they pull through. Um, also. Uh, June, June 18, July 18 is the um, the film by Isabel Peach Caparas uh, about the Chong sisters. Oh my. <laughs> so I'm looking for I'm looking forward to that one. Um, with my two eyes. <laughs> maybe we could talk about that after we've seen it. Maybe yeah. we can try to see that. Then maybe as a comparison, let's look at the documentary from the other side. Yeah. The, Give up tomorrow. Um, it's a good comparison. Maybe we can do that for episode two if we make it to episode two. Anyway, those two films and um, parting words, I guess. Uh, oh, uh, later, I guess. Good. Even before Cinemalaya, by bust, which I can stop comparing to Sicario. Yeah, by bust. Yeah, I should be seeing that earlier. So, oh, you've seen by bust already? I'll be seeing it at uh, 23. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. let us. May embargo ba? I don't know yet. Pero siguro for discussion. Let us know what you think, so, non-spoilers. So, pero to, pwedeng like my perception versus reality. So I can okay. be quiet and then. Okay. Okay. But at least I think uh, on the genre aspects, the action, the suspense. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty confident that Eric will deliver. Ano na? It took time. I mean, diba this was supposed to be an. They tried to make this an entry. Last year, MMFF. MMFF. But then you're given more time because because of the whole uh, them opting yeah. to be part. So I think the extra six months, seven months. Si Eric Mati was being being the craftsman that he is. I'm sure that during that time he was able to uh, um, ruminate on what parts he would like to. Uh, 
ano pa, I'm so looking for Sharpen. So, sobrang so, main project nito for the last yeah. two years. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, no, no, I'm not sure, pero seclusion was just a fundraising. Fundraising for, 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 for Pybus. Interesting. And di ba for this, the pre-production, I mean, the earlier marketing materials of Pybus was really showing the, they really took pre-production into account. Kasi di ba, lalo sa Philippine cinema, pag, pag nag-green light na, bilisan na nga. Ito, <laughs> this one, para na percolate talaga yeah. siya eh, under production. Um, another thing na para bang anticipating with Bibles is that bihira na tayo makapanood ng action yes. film. Yes, uh, ng malaki. Ng uh, malaki talaga. Uh, Brandon Vera though. Kasi <laughs> nag-ano na eh, nag-title na talaga. Wala, as in patay na. Yeah, the Filipino was. action film as we knew it is dead. Eh. Yeah. Uy, hindi na pa rin ba yun ano? Yung patok mo, ano yung double barrel? Napanood ko yun. Kay Toto Natividad. It was a strange, strange film. Parang before this, ang nag-attempt ng mag- Revive ng action genre si ano pa eh. Sino si Ashong Golden Boy? Ashong Salong. Yeah, um, what's in, what's in ER Hairs ito in his films. Unfortunately, after um, Muslim Magnum 357, he didn't make another one. But those, were, those films were better than the marketing materials. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, the, the posters! Oh my god! Did you? And Anne Curtis, di ba? So, like a <laughs> it's a testament na we don't judge the film by yeah. its trailer or its poster. poster. Or... Hindi ko yagilos si ano ah, Manila Kingpin. Yeah, although hindi pa may parang ano yun, over directorship. Parang ER took over and parang gusto mong patanggal ng pangalan si Tito. Really? Parang ganun eh. Yun yun na rin yun. Interesting. Pero na-enjoy yun. I remember watching that eh, nung Christmas. It was fun. It was fun. Black and white action. Tapos period piece. Um, my favorite ER Hersito film is Boy Golden by Chito Ronyo. Sobrang camp niya that you can't help but, you know, smile. Great. It was a great film. I hope not to have a fight piece of conception. And uh, yun nga, sinabi mo, Ann Curtis, Anne right? Curtis. Kung parang kada siya ngayong taon, dami niyang yeah. roles. Against Type Sidin Aya, and then Vibe. Pusipin mo nga, ano siya eh. Then the MMF. Silently, uh, ginagawa niya to. Then, then may ano pa siya, di ba? Yeah, yung MMFF. Kaya the MMF film, na uh, horror ba yun? It's Yam, Yam Laranas eh. Yeah, it's a Yam, Yam Laranas film. Diba? Aurora? Oh. Aurora. Aurora. She has three films right now, this year. Pero very quiet lang na... Yeah, hindi siya nag, you know... Last year, I think, mas mana yung sister niya, eh, si Jasmine. Yes, Jasmine Curtis. Yeah. But this this year, year, to be fair, I like her. I would love to see a movie with them together. Yes. That sure. would be interesting. Pero wag naman yung melodrama. Sana hindi melodrama. By bus 2. By bus 2. Two by two bus. Revenge of the sister. May kambal pala siya. Day of the by bus. Ah, do you know that? Sicario. Day of the Soldado. It was marketed. Sicario sa marketing. Yeah. Ang weird ng pangalan niya dito. Soldado. Soldado the Soldier. Basically, Soldier the Soldier. So, I don't know what happened there, but... 
Anyway, <laughs> another thing, syempre with Vibas, babae na naman yung, di ba? Oh yeah, female-centric female action naman. role. Very interesting. Kasi moron tayo dito machismo eh. And um, I think hers is not the only uh, female-centric action movie we have this year. We have one with Jean Garcia, Watch Me Kill. Uh, have you seen that? Not yet. Uh, I think umiikot siya sa festivals ngayon. And then we have uh, Erich Gonzalez with uh, We Will Not Die Tonight. Stunt woman siya. For, yeah, for PPP, you know? That's for PPP. So, in fairness, we are seeing a resurgence in Pinoy action, and it's led by female And even in TV, uh, I mean, uh, if, if you know the book, Tabi po, there was a show. Yeah. There was a show signal. So, it had, it had Phoebe Walker naging na aswang. And uh, it's very The Sopranos, eh. Na very The Sopranos slash The Americans na you're, you're made to root for the the bad guys. Sure, aswang. Yeah, interesting perspectives. So, um, what else, guys? What are you looking forward to in the next few weeks? Counted na ba yung ano? Goyo. Yung? September. September pa yun. Ako, excess baggage. Excess baggage? Eerie. Naintindi ako si Eerie. Eerie? Eerie? Kaya na siya November. Alala ko dati, narinig ko like September. Pero since... Ewan ko. Parang pack ng September, no? May Goyo. Sasabay kaya siya? I don't know. Baka ano, baka hindi ba siya mag-MMF? Hindi ko lang sure. I hope not. Pero if MMFF siya, di ba tapos na yung studio films? Tapos na yung four... Those are studio films. Ang labo kasi ng dichotomy na ito eh. Yes. So ano yun, star scene na ba dabang yung pasok sa... I don't know. I don't know. Labo kasi na may independent. Pero that's a topic for another day. Yeah, that's a topic for another day guys. Um, so, um, that's it. Uh, any last words before we end this first inaugural episode of Third World Cinema Club? Recorded live from uh, from Tooth <laughs> Coffee Shop. Um, from from a coffee shop. Um, maybe we'll go to a quieter place next time. Um, so <laughs> there's a next time. We're not too too oblivion. Elora Espano, please join us for episode two. Um, uh, for me, uh, just visit my blog. You know my blog, Present Confusion. Devas Ishanti at blogspot.com. I've written some shit about uh, Virgin Lab Fest. Uh, enjoyed Virgin Lab Fest. Really nice line of a place. And I still have two films from Agasai that I have to review. But I'm I haven't written yet because I'm a lazy, lazy slob. So Jim, any last words? Okay. <laughs> By the way, John is not lazy. He's like very prolific. Yeah. Productive. Very prolific. Yeah. Parang hindi ko imagine paano mo time mo to watch. He's a doctor, by the way. He's a doctor. So how do you do that? Time management. Uh, DJ, anything you want to say before we leave? Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening and. Yeah. Continue to watch Filipino films. Yeah. Uh, support local cinema. Yeah. Local cinema. Support local support cinema. Local cinema. Don't watch on uh, on pirated. Yeah. Sites. On pirated sites. Because anime ba ang yeah. Filipino films? Halik anime kana. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Anime si Angelica Pananiban. May anime si Angelica Pananiban? Animation. Ano? I forgot the title eh. May di maano eh. Ay, wait. Oo, oh, natatawa. Yeah, yeah. With Yolo. With yeah. Yolo. Yeah. In, animal, in animals sila. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, special thanks to Paul Castillo who couldn't be here with us tonight and Michael Edilior, our co-founder. Or Nick Fury. Or Nick Fury for bringing us together. Thanks, man, if you're listening. Hopefully, you're listening to us. Um, yo. <laughs> see, see you at the movies. Uh, so, thanks, guys, for listening and um, we'll see you guys next time.